Welcome to the Feel Good Lab podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gresh. Join me as we bring together the brightest minds in health and wellness, covering topics from sleep and nutrition to exercise and mindfulness. Our goal is to give you actionable advice to optimize your health and ultimately to feel good. Welcome to another episode of the Feel Good Lab podcast, and I'm here with a good buddy and somebody who's got some really cool advice to share uh, with all of our listeners today, Eric Lunt. So Eric and I met a few years back. Um, We were actually working at Select Physical Therapy, Mm -hmm. uh, getting some product in, and got a cool little story to share about that in a little bit. But what makes Eric so unique is he's bringing a really interesting perspective because not only is uh, he working as a physical therapist and treating patients hands-on, seeing this in action and helping people recover from pain, but he's also a professional athlete and competes in professional long drive. And so he's also looking at different ways that we can optimize our performance, optimize our recovery, and optimize our wellness. So uh, I'm excited to hear a little bit of that story as well today, Eric, and maybe you can just introduce yourself and say hi. Yeah, so thanks for having me, Ryan, here. Very excited to be here. And um, we've always had great conversations in the past here, so looking to, to continue that going on today. My name is Eric Lunt. I'm a physical therapy assistant for Select Physical Therapy. I'm going on my ninth year of the company now, so um, it's been a, been a great journey so far. And, and I've seen things evolve over my years as a, as a therapist, too, and, and, and obviously seen different ways of treatment and, and products come through, too. So there's um, obviously the evolving in that door too and also me as a um, professional lawn driver too I've been doing that for about the same time I've been a therapist also and and found the um, I qualified for the 2013 Remax World Lawn Drive Championships that some people may may have heard of may have seen on Golf Channel or ESPN back in the day and very fortunate to qualify for one and it's a lot harder now to qualify than than ever has been with um, golfers now in general becoming more athletes and, and that push there and you see guys like Bryson DeChambeau really pushing um, the boundaries of what a golf club can do on, on the tour you take that and, and add several 20 extra miles per hour of ball speed and club head speed and uh, now you have a lawn drive athlete too so at dif- different levels of what the body's doing now with, with golf clubs so um, yeah so before we get into you know chronic pain and, and treating patients, I would love to just spend a minute on the long drive. One of my favorite stories is we were doing a little video shoot uh, with Eric uh, a few months back, and he pulls out this putter from his bag, and I'm like, what's a long drive dude doing with a putter? And he proceeds to hit the ball on the track, man, which tracks the exact distance the ball's going. He hit the ball almost 300 yards with a stock putter. Like, how do you do that? Had a lot of time in my hands to practice it. So, uh, yeah, it you, you got to have speed. You have speed and um, good coordination, and, and that's just from playing playing multiple sports over years. And um, I have a putter that has legit 7,000 hits on it and um, has not broken yet. It's an Odyssey putter. I like to say they make the most durable putter in golf. They've not paid me for that line yet, but <laughs> maybe one of these days. But, yeah, I, I do it. And, um Obviously, the sweet spot on a putter is very small, so it, it's it's fun. It's it always it always turns turns heads when I bust, pull it out on the driving range and and I do it when I do some of my charity outings too for golf. So it's a lot cool. of fun. So on the on the physical therapy side, Eric, what made you get into this field? Yeah, I remember when I was 15 years old, I was playing ice hockey and um, I was I was a goalie and um, I got injured. I had a really almost like a, a turf toe version for uh, for uh, for hockey there too. I had um. um 
a lot of tendonitis going on in, in my in my my big toe, and it hurt with a lot of push off. So I had physical therapy. Um, the therapist um, who worked on me, um, um, I now I now work for, and um, I saw the value in physical therapy early on in my my athletic career. I'm like, wow, I got back to playing pain free, and that was that was huge. Like you know, it's. You know, no one, no one likes to be in like pain. Full recovery, we're full talking. full recovery yeah. back, and and never had the issue again. Love that, which is crazy, and and it's devastating. I don't think you, me being, I had no knowledge of the body back when I was 15 years old. I was just playing hockey and just assume like, I don't know, you just don't get hurt. You know, you pull a groin here or there, you you recover. But this was something different. It was it was a tendon injury and inflammation, and just wasn't going away. So, and and that's devastating to a kid. You know, you tell me you can't play sports, and 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 also too, like when you're 15, I was playing elite hockey too. That's I wasn't able to play, so now now the guy below me has a chance to to show his stuff, and and now it's a competition to get back in the net as a goalie, so to be the number one guy. So I saw the value of physical therapy early on, and I got back pretty quick. Cool. Um, one of the stories that I think makes you such a good person, at least for me, why you know. Uh, I appreciate your feedback so much mm. is because you've always been super honest. Yes. And I love the fact that when we first met, you were totally skeptical. I was. Right? And I think that that's a cool little story to to talk about. Like, you know, I think the first thing I want to say is for all the listeners out there, physical therapy is probably the frontline defense for treating chronic pain. I think that almost mm. every single person we've worked with, many of them have tried physical therapy and it is not the silver bullet. Chronic pain is so hard for some people because there's a lot of things that are going on. Absolutely. It's not just physical therapy that's always going to solve the problem, but almost every single case would benefit from physical therapy. In addition to the other things like using healthier products, supplementation, nutrition, sleep, all the other pillars of functional medicine. So exactly. I want to start off with, you know, Physical therapy is an amazing treatment option, but there's other things that we can do in the practice to help additional benefits. And so that's kind of where we come in. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing the story a little bit about how we got introduced and your first experience with the Feel Good Lab. Yeah, of course. I remember you guys came in um, and with a new product and it hasn't it was not the first time someone had come in with a product before too you know we think we're all right free free lunch you know it's it's <laughs> gonna be good and sit down and listen to what you have to say um and you're always skeptical right as, as a therapist we're very research driven in our in our practices too and we and the last thing we do we we don't want to push an extra product on someone if it's not appropriate too um you guys were different you know it's an, a natural pain cream versus some of the other thing things I've I've seen out there, and, and the last thing someone in chronic pain wants to, to to possibly do is put another product in their cell, take take another opioid, you know, another pill. You know, it's I think the consumer and the and the patient has gotten smarter over the years. You know, even even if they have high pain levels, that 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 they're smart. They know they don't want to put something in their body that's that's doesn't they don't feel comfortable doing. And um, yeah, I remember you guys came in and. Um, gave us some samples, and it was interesting. And it was also at the same time too. I, I happened to to develop a different injury, a different tendon injury um, on my finger now. So it, it, it's ironic. It's actually it was it was my great toe on my left. I had the tendon injury when I was 15. It was now my ring finger um, on my left side too. I developed from just overuse for playing golf. So I kind of. My, my time had kind of run, run out. You know, my body had compensated enough over the years. My body was changing from when I started doing long drive at 24 years old. And anything repetitive 
eventually you're gonna you're gonna hit a wall if you're not doing proper maintenance and care to your body. So my grip had changed over the years. I'd watch videos, and basically my my finger was so swollen I couldn't even hold a club, and a lot of pain. So when you guys came in, it was like perfect timing. I'm like, you know what? I might as well try something. You know, I'm gonna give it a shot, and it worked. It worked. I followed, like I said, I remember following the instructions there. I I said, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have any. I'm gonna put my biases aside that I have about, you know, products and, and other things, and give it a try, and it worked. And and I actually had relief for my finger for the first time. I didn't want to cut it off. You know, it was. I I, I remember telling you guys that it, it actually felt better, and it's been great. You know, I, I, I used a product. I still use the product to make sure I maintain what I have, and this is the best it's ever been. Cool. Well, we're glad we can help. And. Um... You know, with that being said, we're not the only thing that we can help. There's physical therapy, right? There's our product, but there's other things. Are you seeing any trends in the space right now? It could be on the athletic performance side. Mm. It also could be in the PT space. What else are people looking at and what might help some people suffering from chronic pain understand what else is out there and what's coming out? Anything you're seeing? Just in general, like so like product products aside, I think this year's really opened up a lot to the mental health yeah. world. And and it's funny that, that you asked that question. I used to always be hesitant to have those conversations with people about mental health and, and, and offering other solutions to things. You know, I, I asked someone the other day, have you, are you seeking out counseling on the side? Um, because, you know, pain, it, it's, if you're not, if you're, I, I could be the best therapist in the world, right? But if someone doesn't believe in what we're doing and, and, and believe in themselves, you know what I mean? If they're depressed, if they're, I see them for one hour, maybe two or three times a week. There's still 23 other hours in their day that I don't know what's going on. Like you had mentioned, if they're not getting enough sleep, how their nutrition is like. So I've seen there, there's more of a holistic approach. There's other things involved. And I find myself having those conversations with people saying, you know, what, what's your diet like? You know, how, did you sleep well last night? And trying to get them to think like, like maybe – because they're so narrow-minded. You're in chronic pain. You you got the blinders on. You got to fix the solution. You got to fix the There's solution. There's nothing else that matters. No, and sometimes that's just getting them to think outside outside their tunnel zone a little bit and say, you know what? Maybe there is something else going on. Maybe I didn't sleep good last night. Because no one's ever asked them those questions, and that opens up a conversation to something else. Yeah. And that could lead to to an, an intervention, whether that's something else I do different in there. If it's if it's a different product, I try them. If it if it it's a different taping technique, something we haven't tried. So that's that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing there's there's definitely a mental aspect more this year than anything. Yeah, I mean, obviously, functional medicine is a pillar our business was built on. My father's practice, mm. but one of the things that's you know we've talked about it in the past, nutrition, all these different things. My, one of my biggest beliefs, and I used to be really scared to talk about this, which was the placebo effect. Mm. You know, I was scared because sometimes we'd be called snake oil, like, oh, there's, you know, that doesn't work. It's just the placebo. And right. finally, I came to the conclusion, even if it is the placebo, I don't care. I really just, we just want to help people. And what we've learned is, I, I believed this 100%. Whether you think you can or you can't, mm -hmm. you're right. When you think nothing is going to work, I genuinely believe that nothing will work. And if you believe that there's hope and something can work, I think that the odds of it working increase. I'm not saying that just your belief in something working is going to all of a sudden give you the silver bullet. No. But that mindset and the optimism and the hopefulness, I think, makes a huge impact. And so one of the things we're trying to fight against, and this is a perfect conversation. Mm -hmm. So I, I say this 
all the time. There's 100 million people in pain in the United States, mm. in chronic pain. Two-thirds of them don't believe they will ever, ever live another day without pain for the rest of their lives. And this quote from Confucius sums that up for us, right? Mm. That's 66 million people. A healthy man wants 10,000 things. A sick man wants one. Mm. And it's just, it puts it in perspective. Like you mentioned, the tunnel vision, we need to have a lot of empathy because as much as we're like, oh, sleep and mindfulness and nutrition, we need to meet the customer where they are. And where they are is I can't even hear you. My pain is so severe. And it's been going on for so long that it's almost like this, you know, fuzziness. So I really struggle with this as the owner of the Feel Good Lab, right? I want to help the patients as much as I can, but I can't really be as fully empathetic to their situation because it's so unique. And they've Mm. been dealing with this thing that I've never dealt with my whole life. Of course. And so it's a big- How can you relate, you know I mean? Totally, and you deal with it even more than I because yeah, I'm doing customer service and talking to patients on the phone, but you have hands-on and you're dealing with them. And honestly, bedside manner and how you treat people I would bet it has a big impact on the efficacy of the it's treatment. Huge. And and part of that too is is and, I, and that's part of a conversation I've conversations I've had with people this year. I say, I can't relate to what you're going through. You know, I treat a woman right now who just lost her husband this past year. I say, I can't relate to you. But I said, There's have you thought about doing different things? And opened up a conversation that she had with me that that she hadn't ever exposed to me before, talked about the relationship she had of her husband and, and how their um, relationship had gone in, in his you know last few days. She kind of became the caregiver. So I got a better understanding of what she really went through, and I was able to have him you know, emphasize with her a little bit and say, you know, that's, you went through a lot, and, and I understand now why you're coming here. And a lot of people don't want to talk about those things. It, right. It's hard. Well, and a lot of clinicians don't want to go there either. And no. it makes a big impact. It does. You know, and one of the things that we've noticed at your office over in Cromwell, I mean, holy cow, what a special group of people and the care that's given there, um, you know, Rachel and yourself mm-hmm. and some of the other team members, like you guys really, really, really care. And that, you know, I've seen some of the success you've had and how you're growing. There's a reason. Of course. There's a reason. And the community needs it. And that's huge too. And and, and I know I can't I can't help everyone, but if I if I help one person, if a person comes to me for PT and they leave better than when than when they first came in, regardless of what I did for them, even if I just listened to them, I did my job, right? So placebo, what, what like I said, you could use that too. Like like if if I just listened to them and I did no hand if I just did some hands on stuff, some light massage to them there and I listened to them what their complaints were for the day and and I've had so many of those interactions more more in my last few years you know it's like anything else I wasn't like that when I started off nine years ago I just wanted exercise 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 and guess what the feedback was not great you know some my people were not getting better and they switched therapists so I had to do some reflecting on myself you know okay what what do I need to do different well it's just just listen and and care and and then and I've seen and I've and I've heard of um, other clinics and companies, I won't mention any names, but some of those PT clinics are just factories. You know, you come in, you get your heat, you get your ice, you know, you get your ultrasound, you get all, 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 all the toys, right? But no one no one talked to you. You just sat there and did your own thing. Like, no one checked in on you. So it's, I'm definitely changing my approach more as, as I fine-tune the, the craft like anything else and know that, you know what, Cromwell Connected, those are my people I need to, that's, my, that's where I'm going to make a difference. You know, and and how I treat people there is a, is is huge. 
Yeah, we love that. And it's one of the reasons that we're so happy to have partnered with you guys for, Absolutely for a couple of years you now. You guys have been great. So you guys treat us well, and it's been a mutual relationship. So it's we wouldn't still be here if we didn't like you. <laughs> so one of the things that is one of my favorite topics, and I'm really interested to get your opinion on mm. it, um, it's a place that we are going. You probably see the banner behind mm. me here. And it's CBD mm. and cannabis and plant, other plant-based medicines that we can use to treat conditions such as chronic pain, um, and other conditions that people are dealing with. And we've seen a lot, a lot of evidence in the cannabis space of what the possibility is. One of the things that we want to make really clear is there is still a lot to be learned. This has been a Schedule One drug until the 2018 Farm Bill. Mm. So we do not know all that we need to know in order to utilize cannabis in the right way. But we have some amazing, super exciting products that are actually coming out of this building right here. So first, I'd just love to hear your opinion I would imagine you're getting CBD is being talked about from customers and mm. patients and even maybe companies coming in to pitch you guys. What's your personal opinion on it? Yeah. And have you had any experience with it? Of course. And it's it's one of those things where it's the market seems so saturated with it. So I haven't had a great experience with it. Um, you know, when, when you see signs, when the, you see the, the neon signs at the gas station that says, you know, CBD sold here. I don't know. You get, and then you see, and then you see stuff that looks like it's packaged more professionally and sold for a high price point. You don't know. I want to know. I'm getting the the most bang for my buck here, the most potency, and know that's going to work. You know, and a market that doesn't seem very regulated. I don't know what I'm getting, and I've I've had mixed reviews with patients. You know, some people say, "Oh, you got to try the gummies. You got to do this." Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You got to. Have, have you tried it? Um, I've I've had some of the gummies before, but nothing didn't, nothing didn't really do much. No, didn't didn't really do much. You know, I've even had them like thinking, okay, I'm gonna try my empty stomach, see if it does anything. Yeah, would nothing. you be willing to try a little bit of ours? I'd like to try, man. I mean, I'm willing to to have a second go at it. And, but I, I gave up on it pretty early early just because I just I didn't see it do anything. Yeah, no, I totally get it, and it's the reason why we've been careful getting into the cannabis place. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's something that we see the future of wellness. Cannabis is going to have a position there. And we think that we've actually, through our partnership with the company Oneness Technologies out of the University of Connecticut Technology Incubation Program, they're bringing something to the table that we haven't seen anywhere before. And you mentioned it. You want potency, but really what you want is efficacy and bioavailability. So you don't want high, you don't want a crazy high potent CBD if none of it's getting absorbed in our body. And what Oneness has unlocked is a technology that actually makes the cannabis water soluble. So typically CBD oil, cannabis, and oil is what's extracted out of the plant. Well, oil and water don't mix. Hmm. And our body is mostly water, right? Our gut, the gut microbiome, there's a lot of water. And if it's not soluble in water, it has a, a really poor performance when it comes to getting into the body and getting into the cells and getting through the body. Hmm. So we kind of wanted to wait until we could find a technology that differentiated itself and separated itself from what was out there. And one of my favorite stories is like, we were actively looking for a water soluble technology that could work with the whole cannabis plant, not just the CBD molecule, because we believe the whole plant is so much more efficacious. We think nature does a way better job than any scientist and any engineer and any pharmacist could ever do. 
nature is our best teacher. And mm. so when we use the whole plant, there's a lot of studies out there that show that there's an increased efficacy around CBD when you use the other cannabinoids, the THC, the CBN, the CBG. And now the THC level's at such a low dose that you don't get any psychoactive effect, mm. but there's an entourage effect. And they're learning, they're showing studies that it's a game-changing difference when you use the whole plant. But a lot of people can use the whole plant. How do we take that plant and make it bioavailable? Right. So this technology, we I had a Google alert for over a year looking for full-spectrum water-soluble CBD, and nobody could do it. <laughs> and showing up at this door at a Christmas party, somebody calls me over and says, you got to come and meet Alex and Neha. They've developed a full-spectrum water-soluble cannabis technology. And I said, no way. Where's my alert? Where's my alert? <laughs> I, I really couldn't believe it. And sure enough. It would have been funny if it went off at the party. Yeah, right. So, you know, here we have, and this is kind of what we've developed together. We grew this cannabis ourselves oh, wow. uh, here under a state license mm. in Connecticut because we wanted to go seed to sale. Real good quality control. Cannabis and hemp is a really interesting plant because it's often used in reme remediation. Mm. So you get some oil spills. It sucks so much up from the soil that it's great at using it in those environments right. to kind of clean things up. But you need to be really careful as a consumer. If your cannabis isn't grown in a safe area that looks at some of these toxins and heavy metals and pesticides, it gets sucked up into the plant. That's true. And so we, because of that reason, we want to control seed to sale. And then from that, we actually found that we could control certain attributes to get a better yield hmm. and a better product. So higher levels of CBG. you know it's being absorbed. So you're like, okay, if I put better stuff in the soil, right. well, it's kind of a... And one of our yeah. favorite things is you need so much less. So I'm going to give you about five milligrams yeah. here. It's like a full dropper, which yeah. is about two. And what you'll notice is it it dissolves. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and I'm going to take some as well. Sure. Cheers on it. Cheers. There we go. What well, class are you kind of your say? Class of? 2009. 2009, nice. That's when I graduated. So, cheers. Cheers. Hopefully you make it the rest of the time. I know, I know. <laughs> So that's my first time trying this. And I remember a couple of years ago, like you, you had a vision of doing, getting into the CBD market. And I think that's what makes you guys reputable too. Like you didn't, you didn't just pump out a product just to pump out a product. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you kind of said it in yourself. And I was thinking of that when, um, when you're, when you're talking about it, like you waited to, to for an opportunity like you wait to to do it if you're gonna do it you're gonna do it right like that's always been your 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 model for anything that you attack you want to do it right you're gonna go 100 percent into it and if it's not available well you're gonna wait you're patient you waited patiently and now here we are yeah we we are so excited i mean this is gonna be launching here in about a month so we're like you know these prototypes are getting um pass out we got some customers at the pharmacy that are using them and we're getting some feedback um, you know, Ethan, our intern, is a great example. He got some to his grandpa, who's mm. tried all these different CBDs, and he's he's a little bit older, and he uses them mostly to sleep. He has some trouble sleeping, and Ethan won't stop asking me for more because <laughs> his grandpa had such a great experience. And these are anecdotal. This doesn't mean that it's going to work for everybody, but right. we're getting feedback from customers with the prototypes that typically people that didn't have a response to CBD that are just head over heels because this is the first CBD that they're actually getting a sensation from and a feeling and an efficacy from. Mm. The beautiful part is it's at such a low dose. So mo you know, people, a lot of people take 500 milligrams of CBD and don't feel anything. Right. I just gave you five milligrams. And you know. But if it's getting absorbed properly. Correct. You don't need it. If you <laughs> 
And we have, you know, it's not like we just sit here and talk about increased bioavailability and absorption. We've actually done the studies. So Oneness, the cool thing about them is we're a consumer products company. So we are here to get this to the customer, to educate them, to bring the best value to the customer we mm. can. Oneness is a pharmaceutical company. They're doing some game-changing pharmaceutical research because they see the, the real benefits like through the FDA that we can bring through cannabis and other plant-based medicines right. by unlocking them with their technology. That's crazy. And so they've got this tagline, harmonized by oneness. And what that means to them is, you know, it's not just the CBD, just the CBG, just the feel-good lab cream, right, when we mix it with our topicals. Right. It's this harmonization process of everything working together in flow. And that's what their technology does. It allows everything to work together. In our creams, creams and lotions are mostly water. I don't mm. know if people know that. That's on purpose. That water helps enhance the penetration. It's very important. Well, if you don't have a water-soluble version of CBD in your cream or lotion, very likely it's not mixing. Almost definitely it's not mixing into that mostly water formulation. And so you're going to have a really poor bioavailability, even topically. So, you know, this is going to be game-changing for us across the board, not just in the, the oral tinctures, um, but as we get into other supplements, right? Think of uh, turmeric as a, as a great supplement. Mm. Many people, probably a lot of your patients, take turmeric as an anti-inflammatory. One of the diff difficulties with turmeric is it's poorly bioavailable mm. because it clumps up and it's not water-soluble, and so it doesn't absorb through the gut. And so if we can use this technology and improve the bioavailability of not just cannabis— mm. But other supplements, other wellness supplements that people are using to fight inflammation, right. oxidative stress, and inevitably help fight their chronic pain, of course. that's kind of where the Feel Good Lab fits in. I was going to say, it doesn't just stop at the cannabis plant. Like, what else can you unlock? Totally. You, know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it almost seems like the brain, right? How much do we not know about the brain? You know, how much do we not know about other products out there that could be helping someone? You unlock it, you know? I, so it's funny you bring up uh, turmeric. I always thought that the, I was always told that. If you just get the regular one, it does nothing. You have to get the cure cumin one that actually have it do something inflammatory to you and have it in your system for a period of time. You can't just take it once and be done. You know, it has to be in your system. So that yes. to me was my first exposure to like a bioavailability. Like, right. like oh, I can't just buy the, the the regular one. I need to buy the, the one that has you know, cure cumin in it. Yeah, you're totally right. So we're in the middle of, of working on a turmeric supplement. And actually, we have a decision to make. And it's funny that you brought this up about our process because we look we don't want to just bring a turmeric to the market mm. we want to bring the best turmeric to the market Correct. with the highest bioavailability but with the most research and credibility behind it and there are basically three out there right now that that we're looking at um, there's 95 almost all of them focus on the curcuminoids like you mentioned mm -hmm. so the curcuminoids are the portion of turmeric that have been studied to show those anti-inflammatory properties but there's other portions of turmeric that are very helpful as well. Some mm. of them help increase the absorption. Some of them do other things. And so we found a, a product out there that uses the different parts of the turmeric in order to enhance the bioavailability. There's nothing else in there except for turmeric. Right. It's just that they specifically choose the curcuminoids, some of the lipids, and other areas of it. And so we're working with them right now to see if we can partner with them and bring that technology into our turmeric supplements. That's awesome because because inflammation is such a huge factor in pain also. Decrease inflammation or decrease pain, also. So it's just another. I'm gl gl glad you brought it up. So that, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. And awesome. so, speaking of inflammation, right? A lot of the things that you guys do in practice focus on inflammation. Yeah. How, how do you look at it from a treatment perspective when somebody comes in with, say, arthritis in their knees? Of course. 
So eventually we're all gloom and doom to have arthritis. You know, you can't can't stop the process there, but you could look at say, hey, like what else are you, what else are you doing that's causing you to beat up that joint? You know, what can you what can you modify? You know, what can you strengthen around it that's to make other supporting structures? You know, look at you know some tendonitis in their in their shoulder or whatnot. You strengthen up muscles around the rotator cuff. You look at your shoulder blade. Um, so tendonitis is tough because it's, it's if they don't modify their activity. For a little while, and most most people don't want to do it. You know, it's tough for people who have a job that's repetitive. So how do you how do you modify in conjunction? You know, if you have a product to give them too, that's why we do a lot of we do some medicated patch, iontophoresis. There's um, ultrasound isn't as is readily used as it once was, but it's something that was used before in the in the past um, um, with um, with a phonophoresis with an anti-inflammatory gel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, inflammation inflammation's tough. What about dry needling? Is there an inf- I don't know a ton about it except for I've done it and I yeah. really enjoyed it. But is there an inflama- inflammation related piece? Yeah, of it? so so Rachel does the dry needling. I'm not certified to, to do it, but anytime the muscle's inflamed, that's when you get those knots with spasm. It's inflammation of the of the muscle. Yep. You know, you could get right to the root cause of it and and decrease that that spasm. Um, you're just gonna—it's like a clogged drain. Yeah, that's essentially what the dry needling is doing. It's—it's it's unclogging, um, it's breaking up that muscle spasm, which may have been there for a while. It's like a, a, a knot and a rope that you just can't get out of your hands, yep. right? You need to use some instrument to break it up, and i.e., the the dry needle is is getting to that source. You, know, you can knead it, you could you could grasp in it, you could cup it—all great techniques. But if someone's really got a deep rooted knot and spasm, it, nothing else is gonna gonna, gonna touch it. Even with proper exercise correction too, you know, so it's a, it's a, one of those other tools that we have, you know. So we're always looking to have more tools to in our tool belt as, as therapists too, and, and also grows a profession if it's if it's certain products too, you know, pain and, and anti-inflammatory. If we could help, um, if we have products that we know if they're used in the right situation, we could give the patients. Then we're all we're on board. Cool. Well, we're coming up on our half-hour mark. We try to keep these nice and short and yeah. sweet. Actually, before we we end it off, how do you like the CBD? How's it taste? It's really good, actually. It mixed very well. It's got a nice little. It's not overpowering. It's got like a little, the the plant. I could taste the plant a little bit, but yep. it's it's not. It, like I, it doesn't like reek of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's got a nice point, subtle. Right. We want it to be medicinal, so we want you to still be able to taste the plant. Of course. But just mask it enough with a little bit of lemon mint flavor, and so you kind of you know taste good. It's got a nice flavor to it. Mixed very well. Cool. So you know the the whole point of this podcast is to really help people and and try to take you know your world especially right is so complex mm-hmm. and and the level that you're educated in is like really detailed into the bio you know the body and all these different complex things. How do we kind of let people at home? What's a takeaway that we can give them? And honestly, it might be even about mental health and whatnot. You yeah. can take it any direction you want, but yeah. we want to provide people with things that they can actually do at home, things they can change in their life today that can make an impact of their chronic pain. Right. Evaluate your day. Write down, th- write down, do a, do a journal. Seriously. Journal what you do throughout the day. If you're having pain, whatever it is, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're, if you're a construction worker, if, you're, if you have a desk job, write, seriously, seriously break down your hours of your day, your 24 hours. How much sleep did you get? And, and log it for a week and see if there's anything that you're doing that's that could be modified that you say, hey, you know what, maybe that's related, that could be somewhat related to the pain I have going on. That's the biggest thing. It just gets people out of that tunnel vision and lets them just look, see on paper, 
what their what their what their day looks like an evaluation too and then you could follow it up with a nutrition log or something there too i mean that's um and, and keep a pain journal too that's essentially what you're doing and right. i and and that would be my take home you know evaluate your day keep a pain journal when is your pain is do you have more in the morning midday and night all of us do such a poor job of self-evaluating because we're just all we're just too busy or we say we don't have time to do it right. why do people fail their 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 goals like their um, their New Year's resolutions because if you if you try to go to the gym for a while, you know you're good for a month. But guess what? You haven't if you haven't alternated if you haven't taken out an activity if you haven't replaced that with something else. Well, eventually now you're not gonna have time for the gym. It works for a little while. So I that'd be my take home. Do a pain journal. Evaluate yourself for a week. Plug in all the the hours of your day and see what actually you're doing activity wise and see if it, there's a correlation between that and some of your pain. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Eric. How can people find you? Um, selectphysicaltherapy.com. I'm um, in the Cromwell, Connecticut office. If you Google Select Physical Therapy Cromwell, you'll find me. I'm also a certified golf fitness instructor. So if you, if you want to add a few extra yards to your swing, I could do that also. I would like that. So maybe I'll take you up on that. Love to have it. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me.